really think business is one of the most spiritual practices that we have. I agree. It's There's so many opportunities to transform, ignite, inspire, be influential. Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser. Where we teach you to salon differently. After years of searching, we finally found a software that does it all. Introducing Aura Salonware. With Aura, you have the simple tools to streamline your business, such as a card on file, settings for hourly pricing, and even station sharing options. Implement communication boundaries with clients by interacting directly through Aura. Finally, a software that takes your business as seriously as you do. If you're interested in this type of profit maximization, visit aurasalonware.com slash DTH to receive special discounts and promos. As a hairdresser, I know the struggle of managing your back bar, and that's where our friends at SalonScale come to play. While you weigh your products with their app, SalonScale automatically tracks your products used, making inventory management a breeze. Not to mention they also save your formula. They are a digital solution for back bar management, and they really make it easy. You know we're both big on knowing your numbers, and SalonScale does just that. Visit salonscale.com slash DTH and use the code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off your first year. Do you have a spiritual business? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I... Well, I don't think anybody really does, but you can be on the path of spiritual. You know, we... We use the word consciousness a lot. Yeah. Um, I think spiritual, sometimes um, people are like, what? What are you talking about? But I, we talked about this. I think nowadays the word spiritual is a little more acceptable. Yeah. And I do it's feel like spiritual like, consciousness mindset, they're all buzzwords. Yeah. They're consciousness is almost like means nothing anymore. It really doesn't. But like to <laughs> me, when I was growing up in a spiritual, growing up with spiritual practices, the word consciousness was so outside of the realm of religion or... Uh, spirituality oh, yeah. so that that word was so intense to me of like it was it was so much deeper than than that so we started using that at sort of the hairdresser but then spiritual was really like to me when something is spiritual it has a system yeah as a conscious essence, system i think there's consciousness that you can tap into but then i think there's conscious systems and to me that's spirituality yeah i think for especially in our future proof salons and i mean a majority of our salons like when I when we get a chance to like actually go because they're all over the world, but when we actually get to go to some of them and, and step inside, it feels magical. Mm-hmm. There's you can feel the support. It doesn't feel like a normal salon. It doesn't, and it's almost like jarring a little bit because you're like, I can imagine someone that's never stepped in a space like that is kind of like, what's going on? Because there's support, there's independence, there's responsibility, personal responsibility. There's just People are thinking critically. If there's a problem, you watch the staff solve it very quickly. The salon owner isn't stressed, running around, looking tired. You know, like (laughs) it's just, and it's just like fully, it's a whole vibe. And to me, that right there is like, your business has achieved spirituality. Right. those, Those structured conscious steps are what we would call like a spiritual business. So everything we do at Destroy the Hairdresser is considered a spiritual approach to business. We just don't market, market it, it that way. way. Um, we don't talk about it a lot. But when we help someone understand they don't need to sell retail to make money, when we help someone understand that they can, you know, they don't have to live on tips, when we help someone understand that they can 
remove their front desk and they can ask their employees to step up and take responsibility. And we can offer them... When we do those things, they require such a conscious shift in the individual learning them and not only learning it themselves, and then it requires another conscious conscious shift for them to teach it to their team and take responsibility for that process. There's so much change and shifting going on in a person that it is a spiritual experience. It's dealing with the internal emotional part of a person. Your trauma, your ego, your fears. And I would say that a lot of coaching companies avoid. For sure. A lot of salon coaching companies avoid that part. Um, It's because unless you're trained to do it or or called to do it or feel like you have the ability to do it, it, you can do it wrong. It can cause problems. Yeah. But a lot of trainer, training out there, a lot of coaching out there is how to sell more retail, how to how to be part of what I would say is the 1% of reality, which is just the physical part. Like mm-hmm. how to sell more and get more money and, how, you know, but when something's spiritual, you're you're really dealing with the, a 99% version of something. You're dealing with like all the stuff you can't see. You're dealing yeah. with, like you said, ego, fear, thoughts, um, trauma. Reactivity, proactivity. Other you, people's reactivity and proactivity. Our coaching program deals with things that are really concealed. We've done a good job of marketing our philosophies as the revealed part. For sure. And that's why they I that's why they are so disruptive. Right. I think that's why they cause a lot of reactivity. And what I love about that is in a, a marketing standpoint, we're actually, in a way, attracting the students that are ready to do this because they get it. And there's a lot of people that, you know, when we do a post that's about removing the front desk, again, that is the result of conscious conversations, constantly talking, really going through the whole list of how we're going to do it, what we're going to do, what's going to happen, what's the what's the result going to be, getting, you know, building the vessel of the owner up so that they can actually have the confidence and guts to do it. And how do you market that? You 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 can't. And I think that's what's so magical about what all of our coaches are doing, what we're doing, what our students are doing is that they have found peace and fulfillment within their businesses, even while being absolutely fucking terrified. Right. It, it, I think there's something, something that my coach taught me is that spirituality is not something that you choose to be part of or not. Mm-hmm. You are having a spiritual experience you are spiritual by nature. You are a, whether we want to call it a soul or a spirit, we, there's another part of us that we all kind of connect with that we know that we're beyond the the fleshy part of ourselves. And <laughs> then, but yet the thing that we're praised is the fleshy part, yeah. right? How we look, how we act, how we talk, you know, all those things. But when you're working with a coach and you're really trying to make changes, all the you're not working on any of the fleshy stuff. You're working on how you think, how you approach, how you how you deal with emotions. And it's all internal. It's all internal. Our our and the mo- result is the physical, which is the fleshy Yeah, that's stuff. the that's the best part. I like can we just call physical things fleshy things? Fleshy yeah. things. I you know <laughs> and if you ask me what comes first, physical things come second. Agreed. So well, because physical things are the result of anything you decide to do internal, reactive, right. or proactive. Exactly. You reactively, you know, get angry about something. The physical might be you punch someone. The, right. You proactively, you know, check yourself and look in the mirror and really check your ego. The The reactive physical thing might be a, a gift of forgiveness, you know, right. like. Well, even like babies, yeah. right? 
the thought of having one has to happen or a reactive side of having one has to happen. And then the result is something physical. And I, when I think about business, we and our marketing talk about the physical disruptive part, but the coaching side is dealing with that internal process. We know that if we can get someone to think differently and shift their consciousness, that automatically the physical stuff changes. That's why that's why when someone's like, how do you make more money? And then you go to these classes that tell you how to make more money. It, it won't work because nothing metaphysically has happened for something physically to happen. For sure. So if you're trying to change the physical stuff first without any of the metaphysical stuff or any of the internal stuff, it just won't, there's no sustainability to it. Mm-mm. And so... It's we, just going to feel like chaos. It's just going to feel like chaos. Or you're going to say to yourself, yeah, I took this class, I didn't make any money. I took this class, they told me to do this and it didn't work. And I took this class and... it Because you're not working at... There, again, the four phases. You're not even you're not even starting the phase process mm-hmm. of how to make something manifest or happen. And I think that's why our coaching is so disruptive. It's like, well, you know, you don't teach numbers. Well, we do teach numbers, but we don't teach numbers the way that you have been taught numbers. Yeah. Oh, well, you don't do this. No, we do that. We just don't do it the way that you think we're supposed to do it. Yeah. We know that if you want your team to take responsibility, you have you as the owner of the business have to change completely. Where a lot of marketing and education around business is, let's start with having a conversation with your team. No. Let's start with the, you know, it's all about the team and, in you know, and we're really shifting it on the responsibility it's of the like, business It's like, let's owner. have a conversation with you. Yeah. Let's talk about you real quick. Let's just... And I think that is, you know, I grew up with a, a parent who won't go to therapy, refuses mm-hmm. to go to therapy. And when I... I love therapy, but when I think about why this parent might not go to therapy, it's pretty obvious. It's because they'll have to change. There will be hard. They'll have to hear that something might be wrong. They'll have to hear that they have to take responsibility for their life. Yep, accountability for sure. And the 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 funny thing is that that parent that won't go to therapy, essentially the parent that won't do the internal work has never once achieved anything physical. Yeah. Has no money, has no career, has no true relationship. In fact, the opposite is happening. The physical things are starting to just kind of like disappear and break yeah. break down. And because they have to get to a point where it's so bad. You won't change until it's too painful. Change, yeah. And unfortunately, some people have a very high pain threshold. <laughs> <laughs> So I've seen it. I'm like, ooh, this isn't your rock bottom? Okay. Because so. my rock bottom would have happened like... <laughs> Three years ago in your life, yeah. But I think like that's a really, I don't, I think there, again, the word spirituality, people have a weird relationship with it, but denying yourself a spiritual process, inevitably, if you deny yourself a metaphysical process, you will not have anything physical to, to support it or show for it. Yeah, I think we've talked about it before of people, you know, they're like, oh, I'll do this when. Yeah. I'll achieve my goal when this happens. I'll... You know, I'll do the uh, I'll do the thing that I need to do. They're waiting for something physical to happen first, but what they're missing is that they have to do the spiritual side for the physical to manifest, and that's just how it goes, y'all. Like, there's there's no other way around it. Um, you even things that are bad physically that come into your life, like crappy people or you know, uh, right. your business starts failing, they are still also a result of a spiritual process, even though it was 
not the way that you wanted. And again, that sometimes that has to happen because you will not change. I mean, our, our teacher always tells us like, if you don't do the thing and you completely avoid it, I think about past relationships where I went when I stayed with people too long and I kept making excuses and I knew I should leave, but I was afraid to leave. And then next thing you know, the universe would make something happen that would make me leave. And it was extremely painful versus the yes. micro amount of pain I would have experienced if I would have done it myself. And now a word from our sponsors. We have partnered with Hair Story, a product line that is good for our clients, our planet, and our bank account. Have you heard of New Wash? It's like a shampoo, but actually good for your hair. New Wash is a cleansing cream that cleans and conditions without the harsh foams and damaging detergents found in traditional shampoos. Hair Story does things differently, creating more conscious options that respect the environment and your hair ecosystem. Ready to try New Wash for free? Visit hairstory.com DTH to get pro access today. I remember a long time ago, I had a teacher who said, um, always taught me like, you can do it now or the universe can do it later. Yeah. And if the universe does it later, you're going to hate it. You're going to, oh man. And I, what's cool about that is like, she taught me that the the world is rigged for you to be successful. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're, you you're going, it. you're going to experience change and growth, whether you like it or not. But the, but how you experience is up to you. You want if you experience it proactively, it'll be a lot less painful. Still painful, but a lot less painful. But if you want to experience it reactively, and you want to wait, and you want to wait, and you want to avoid it, and you want to avoid it, it will still happen to you. It will just be so horrible, and the process of suffering that goes along with it will take so much out of you that the beauty is that you'll either way you're going to get there. Yeah. Just the you quality get to decide. the quality of your life as you experience yourself getting there is what you get to choose and I think that always really stuck with me and I think that's when we started to start the hairdresser that's really the foundation of like Absolutely. you're you can you don't need business coaching you you'll be fine yeah but the quality of your life and the amount of suffering that you're going to experience to gain your success that's the part we're trying to help people avoid is the suffering aspect mm-hmm. like let's be proactive i remember also learning from her that if you're not growing, you're shrinking, which that gave was, me a lot of anxiety all the yeah, time. Yeah, because then I'm like, oh my God, I woke up today, I'm not growing. And right. then I'm like, am I shrinking? <laughs> you know? But what I, and I remember her saying like, if you don't go to the gym and you don't work out your muscles, they will atrophy. It's the same spiritually. If you are not constantly working on yourself and and like the gym, not every day is needs to be the same muscle group. Not every day needs to be an intense, high energy workout, mm-hmm. but some sort of effort towards keeping yeah. your body healthy. Even just a little, maybe one day it's just a little bit. Maybe you go for a walk. Yeah. And it then one day you're doing not a not hot- eating that thing or it could yeah. be standing up for yourself in a conversation. So I, so taking that and being like, okay, so growth isn't just like tons of growth immediately all the time. It's like, what can I do today, today to grow? And I think just that, I think that training, I learned that when I was 15 or 16 and then an impressionable age of like, okay, so every day I think that. Yeah. And not in like a guilt way, just like in a way, I have a map. Yeah, same. Like it feels really clear. Map. Yeah, it feels really clear to me like where, what I got to do. Yeah. There's really no excuse of like, it's not I don't a to-do know what list. It's like to a, do. It's like an <laughs> elevated feeling and emotion of this is what has to happen. And then yeah. the, the physical result is, that to-do list that I got to get done or the restriction of not scrolling, doom scrolling on Instagram rather than doing something that's actually 
going to bring me wealth. And Sometimes you know, it's just having a tough conversation with someone that I've been sometimes avoiding. Sometimes it's also taking a nap. Sometimes it is taking a nap. And this is why I think it's important to understand that a spiritual experience is so personal. A religious experience is an exposed spiritual experience, Mm -hmm. which means that people are watching and and deciding whether what you've done is good or bad. Yeah. Whereas a spiritual process... Yeah, the chopping block. A spiritual process is is a concealed process, which means only I can decide if the nap I took was growth. (laughs) Yeah. Because someone else might be like, they're lazy, they took a nap, but in... Your world and your bubble, that nap was a restriction against overworking, burning exactly. out. It was self-love. You know, it it was it was two different things. And I, I think too, like, this is different than reading motivational books because I've oh, met that someone that... Like, that could like a doom scroll it, yeah, for a spiritual like, person. <laughs> I read all these books and I'm like, well, what are you doing with that information? And I'm like, that's just as reactive. If you are not... If you're going to read a book that's quote unquote motivating and not do the internal work, which is the spiritual side, and then do the physical action it takes to manifest the result, you're just burning yourself out emotionally because you're constantly feeling less than because of what you're reading because you cannot keep up to that. Right. And again, all of this comes... I don't know how people go through life without a therapist and a coach. I don't know how people are white-knuckling reality... (laughs) And dangling the, from a rope and they're in just the middle like, of the ocean. Everything's just... fine. <laughs> I I don't know how e- people are doing it. My envision is like the movie Speed with Sandra Bullock. Like that's their life all the time. They're on a bus that can't oh, yeah, stop. Yeah. Yes. Even if they look good and yes. hot. And they, they don't just, know how to drive a bus. They don't know how to drive a bus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's the universe solving a problem for you. They better, they're going to figure it out. They're like, oh, they're the, gonna... gas, <laughs> the brakes don't work. That's the universe saying... <laughs> You're gonna get there real fast. Yeah, it's that's a metaphor for everything, right? Mm-hmm. That's motivation. They're gonna they gotta figure out how to make that thing stop, and they don't have a choice. And I think, but I I really do think that when it comes to, I think business. I didn't say this in the beginning, but I I really think business is one of the most spiritual practices that we have. I agree. It's there's so many opportunities to transform, ignite, inspire, be influential. And You're, I think it people aren't grasping you, it. It puts you in a an arena. Yeah. An where you MMA have to either be reactive, you have to be proactive, you have to make changes. Like you something has to happen when you're playing the game of business. And I think I think people think that it's not a spiritual like I think people think spirituality is a separate experience from other parts of life. But I think just being alive and being con once you're conscious. Once that kind of been is once once that button's been switched, I think everything is a spiritual practice. But I definitely think business is. I think it requires a level yeah. of if you want to be good at it and you want to survive it, it requires a level of consciousness that uh, that most people might never achieve. Also, we literally get one life. Like that's debatable. What but, are we doing? <laughs> I all I know Let's is pretend if, this is the only life you get. What the hell are I, you doing? All I know is if I get another life, I better not be in this chair again. <laughs> I'm not doing this again. This is one yeah. and done. We are one and done. <laughs> Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. We're always trying to get to this like imaginary number, and then we hit it, and then we're like, well, it's you know, and then when they hit a million, they're like it's not two million. <laughs> <laughs>